kitchen sink at us. We love you too. They threw everything but the kitchen sink at us. They spent almost $50 million attacking us. No one's faced that much all the way just through Iowa. They, the media was against us. They were writing our obituary months ago. They even called the election before people even got a chance to vote. So, Governor DeSantis last night, second to speak after finishing second in the Iowa caucus, a distant second, but still second. But they were just so excited about the fact that they were predicting uh, that we wouldn't be able uh, to get our ticket punched here out of Iowa. But I can tell you, because of your support, in spite of all of that that they threw at us, everyone against us, we've got our ticket punched out of Iowa. Jake, if you're not careful over there, I'm going to punch your ticket out of here. Yeah, don't do that, man. The other day, I, was, uh, I, I saw some some people fighting, and boy, he sure punched her ticket. <laughs> Is that a good thing? <laughs> I'm not sure. Right. I mean, it's been a I mean, while I, I since I've... I, I guess, you know, he's legitimately approved to move on to New Hampshire after taking second place to Trump, but uh, okay, fine. I... And he, he goes into this long thing about freedom and Liberty Bell, and I fell asleep in the middle part, but okay, in the end. We thank you for your effort. We thank you for your support. You helped us get a ticket punched out of the Hawkeye State. Third time? We have a lot of work to do, but I can tell you this. As the next president of the United States, I am going to get the job done for this country. I am not. I am not going to make any excuses. And I guarantee you this, I will not let you down. Thank you all. God bless you. Thank you so much. All right. So he's off to New Hampshire. And uh, that's all we heard from him last night. He's still in it. And. I wasn't that surprised. Finishing second, you know, that was better than expected, about five points above what the polling had said. That's still within the vicinity. The polling wasn't completely wrong, like he had kind of implied several times that this is going to be the fake red wave only in his favor. You know, Trump's polling way ahead, but let's see on, on actual caucus day. Well, caucus day came and went, and Trump won by a lot. I mean, by a massive amount, right? Uh, 21, uh, 51% to 20 to or 21 to 19, and uh, Vivek Ramaswamy for Haley at 19, and then Vivek got uh, 8%. He dropped out. He's out. He's done. It's all over. Uh, he's just angling for what spot he's going to get in the administration. Meanwhile, Nikki Haley, <laughs> below expectations. You know, I want to say before we start. Slightly um, below. When you go through something like this, you can't do it unless you have a faith. And God is so good. Amen. Love that. Loves her husband. Uh, doesn't love sleeping apart from him. You know, they are under the same stars as he's deployed. Uh, loves being a mom. It's the best job she's ever had. Said congratulations to Trump. I want to congratulate President Trump on his win tonight. We have had an amazing 11 months here in the Hawkeye State. Kind of a omission to not congratulate the second place finisher who beat her, right? Is that not? Did I miss something? That would be the appropriate thing to do, and even to convince uh, to uh, congratulate Vivek. But I know just Trump. But there's a reason why. The pundits will analyze the results from every angle. We get that, but when you look at how we're doing in New Hampshire, in South Carolina, and beyond. 
say, tonight, Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. But you finished third. <laughs> uh, so which two? You you don't mean you though. You do. You you mean so you you do mean you. She does mean her. She means her and Trump. Well, the, she meant a two person race against Trump. Her and no, Ron. No, no. Okay. No. I'm, I'm giving her the benefit too nice. of the doubt. You're too nice. You're trying to punch her ticket to the logic zone. <laughs> Um, so somebody said, when you get your ticket punched 10 times, you get the next caucus is free. Uh, <laughs> y'all are the best. So what she's getting at is that the path ahead does not favor DeSantis. This was his best chance to really make his mark. And he did and didn't, um, not bad enough that he needs to drop out. Not good enough that he can win is kind of what she's saying. So if you want a non-Trump candidate, it's going to have to be her. I generally would agree with that analysis, um, but there's other reasons why. The question then, of course, is, is either one of them going to get out of the way of the other one? Because what you have to have is one of them, ha- they have to get down to one person in Trump to even have a chance, which is what I have been saying now for about a year, I think. I've been telling you that a big field favors Trump. The only way anybody defeats him is if it's a one-on-one contest. And we're almost there. I mean, it's, it's three, but it needs to be two. One campaign has to blink. Otherwise, both campaigns will lose. Guaranteed. Right? Guaranteed. Uh, But she had more to say, and I thought it was actually her speech was probably the most interesting one of the night. We'll get back to it in a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Well, if you're not uh, obsessed with antiquated travel by locomotives like Ron DeSantis (laughs) this morning, uh, if you're in your car... It it could uh, be a ferry. You never know. Could be. Yep, yep. Somebody punching that ticket. Um, You might be PO'd if you're headed towards Pea Ridge this morning on Highway 90. We had a text in from our traffic tip line 437-1620 that there is a line of cars in standstill um, not moving at all so uh, they wanted us to let everybody know that if you're headed towards Pea Ridge this morning you might want to uh, change your plans or or find a way to get around that also I-10 eastbound just after Davis Highway exit there's a vehicle crash there uh, causing some slowdown from roadblock and uh, Brent Lane at the on-ramp to I-110. There's an accident showing right there with roadblocks, so that might cause some slowdown getting onto I-110 from Brent. If you see anything else out there slowing you down, please let us know. Call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. And, uh, yeah, sorry about the uh, traffic. It's not my fault, but I still feel sorry about it. Uh, so basically what she says is, you, do you want more of the same or do you want uh, a new generation of conservative leadership? And she says more of the same is Biden versus Trump, which she says Americans don't want. And that's true. The majority of Americans don't want that rematch. Um, There's a lot of people who don't want it to be Trump. There's a lot of people who don't want it to be Biden. There's a lot of people who don't want it to be either one of them. Okay. Um, But the problem is that the both of them, she says, are the issue. A majority disprove of both of them. Disapprove. Trump and Biden are both about 80 years old. Trump and Biden both put our country trillions of dollars deeper in debt, and our kids will never forgive them for it. And? Trump and Biden both lack a vision for our country's future because both are consumed by the past, by investigations, by vendettas, by grievances. America deserves better. And so her basic campaign speech last night, and it was, it was a camp, which is fine. I mean, you know, third place, she's entitled, okay? Our 
campaign is the last best hope of stopping the Trump-Biden nightmare. So what's she getting at? Okay, it's a little bit longer clip, but it's important to hear this because this is the political analysis. I don't disagree with any part of what she's saying here. It's just going to be a question of whether Republican voters agree with this way of looking at it. But it's more than that. Republicans have lost the popular vote in seven of the last eight presidential elections. That's nothing to be proud of. We should want to earn the support of a majority of Americans. True. I mean, that's not that's not how you win the presidency, but she's not wrong either. Right. All the evidence says that if it's a Trump Biden rematch, It's going to be another toss-up election. It could go either way. We could have more disputes over election interference. And Joe Biden could win again. With Kamala Harris waiting in the wings. Lord help us if that happens. Right, you figure maybe two years of Biden before he resigns, right, and she becomes the president? I mean... I don't think that's much of a stretch to believe that that's what would happen, right? But what's the alternative? And then look at what happens when I go head-to-head against Biden. We win in a a landslide. It's not even close. A landslide election is when somebody's very, very sarcastic from the water's edge. Uh, (laughs) So... Landsnide no. <laughs> <Lance Knight> election. <laughs> oh, man. It's not like I haven't made some verbal gaffes this morning. We won't talk about those. That means no recounts, no lawsuits, and no doubts. It means no more Chuck Schumer leading the Senate. No more endless votes for House Speaker because we'll have a huge House majority. That that analysis is sound. And so the real question, what she's saying is, you know, <laughs> yep, you might get Trump. You might not. If you get Trump, you're not going to get these big victories in the House and the Senate, even if you win the presidency. But if you want to win it all, vote for me. That's what she's saying, because I'm the only one who can bring that. And she does. She trounces Biden in the general election. This is everybody knows this. And the reason is simple, because she gets all the Republicans, but she's also going to get some Democrats who don't want to vote for Biden. And so the question is, what do you want in the general? And, you know, are, are you trying to be sure you win the only race that really matters? Or are you trying to take a chance on winning the only race that matters and getting the guy you'd rather have, which is what Republican voters have said? And I mean, that's the choice Republicans have to make, right? But the analysis is solid. No, so the only thing from here on out that could change anything would be if she or DeSantis gets out. And I don't see either one of them getting out. And by the way, I know a lot of people have said, well, what about them together on a ticket? They, I, I, think, I think they really don't like each other. I mean, sometimes it's just politics and sometimes it's more than that. And it seems like more than that to me. It could be. I mean, it'd be a genius ticket if they want to do something as an alternative to Trump. DeSantis drop out and be her VP. That'd probably be the best way to do it because she's older, got more experience, and then he can be the next eight years after she's done, right? I mean, that would be the way to do it. 
Plus, it would capitalize on her strength in beating Biden. I mean, there's all all kinds of reasons why that makes sense. I don't think he's likely to do it, at least not yet. And by the time he decides, it'll kind of be too late, probably. Uh, one person said to me earlier, he drops out before Florida because he's not going to risk taking a shellacking here, which that might well happen, too. Uh, so what will happen? I think the most likely thing is they both stay in a couple more primaries or a couple of primaries. Uh, Trump continues to dominate the field and he will be the nominee. And then it'll be a question of November what's going to happen. 723 here on News Radio 92.3. By the way, his speech, he congratulated both of them uh, and he talked about unity. So his speech was, I mean, re- relatively boring by that account, but, you know, and then he went into some of the campaign stuff as well. 4-3-7-16-20, so congratulations former President Trump, a massive victory, biggest victory by non-incumbent in uh, the caucus in Iowa ever in history, and uh, absolutely dominant. 724 here on News Radio 92.3, I'm Andrew McKay. Here's today's Strength for Life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. Learning how to deal with criticism is a major part of life for every person. The 26th President of the United States, Theodore Roosevelt, helped shed some light on dealing with critics when he said the following, and I quote, It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, who, at best, knows in the end the triumph of great achievement, and who, at worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place will never be with the cold and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat. Ladies and gentlemen, critics come and go, but I encourage you to continue to dare greatly. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Mary on Demand is live. Start your marijuana education journey today. Learn at your own pace and check out the Medical Marijuana Education Series. You decide what you'd like to learn and win with Mary on Demand. Visit mary.famu.edu. That's M-M-E-R-I.F-A-M-U.edu. And remember, recreational marijuana is still illegal in Florida. Marry, educate, learn, talk. The Dave Ramsey Show, weeknights 7 to 10, before WEAR TV News on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. What a piece of junk. She'll make 0.5 past light speed. She may not look like much, but she's got it where it counts, kid. Good morning, 726 News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Miserable day today, horrible worse tomorrow. Uh, That's your forecast. (laughs) No, so it's going to be like it might not even get to be 20. 
I mean, it might get below 20 overnight. Uh, so it's going to be really, really cold. Oh. Uh, you know, drip your uh, your uh, your tubes, your pipes. Um, drip your tubes. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, your spigots. Yeah. <laughs> or your bibs. <laughs> uh, put, pull your pets indoors for sure. You know, cover your plants and, uh, you know, watch out for other particular things. You know, practice good fire safety. Don't use space heaters and stuff like that. And oh, don't, for goodness sakes, please don't use your oven to heat your home, that kind of stuff. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake? Mm. Unless you're cooking a delicious pizza pie. In which case, it's fine. Yes. But you're not, that, not you know, yeah. it's okay to warm your hand over the burner after you've used to cook the food, but don't use it to heat the house. Exactly, okay. yeah. We've, yeah. Uh, if you're headed towards Pea Ridge on Highway 90 this morning, you might want to change your plans. Traffic is at a standstill at the moment, not moving at all. Uh, coming in from our traffic tip line, they said, uh, yeah, it's total standstill. So if you can avoid that area this morning, please do. I-10 eastbound going over Escambia Bay toward Avalon Boulevard. There's some debris reported in the roadway. So just use caution headed out there. And uh, Brent Lane eastbound at the on-ramp to I-110. There's a semi-tractor trailer blocking the roadway there. The exit ramp is closed. Uh, they have it coned off when you're trying to get from Brent Lane eastbound onto the ramp for I-110. Uh, otherwise, around town, Highway 98 is not looking bad this morning, and uh, Highway 29 south through Cantonment is accident-free. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. do you have against P. Ridge, Jake? Oh, man. <laughs> David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? An Iraqi ambassador is leaving the consulate in Tehran today after an Iranian attack on Erbil in northern Iraq overnight. Iran has now confirmed they did launch four missiles into Iraq. Video of that launch has been published online. Iran claims they were attacking Israeli spy headquarters in Erbil. Those mis missiles ended up hitting near the U.S. consulate in Erbil. Iraqi officials denying the building was connected to Mossad. At least four people died in the attack, possibly as many as seven. Uh, and so we'll continue this following This is on that. the heels of the Houthis sending a missile right. against the ship owned by the United States. Not a, not a U.S. warship, but a, you know, a, a commercial ship. Uh, that doesn't seem to have done very much damage in the end, but also uh, sent a missile at a, one of our destroyers. So Right. Well, uh, and this would be a pretty big escalation as well because this isn't an Iranian-backed group. This is actually the Iranian right. guard that, that right. did this overnight. It's one thing to act through proxies, even though we all know what the source of the actions are, but this is a direct action, right? That's... Uh, Boeing, concerning at the very least. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. Boeing is going to be taking another hard look at quality control after the uh, door plug incident on that Alaska Airlines flight. They're doing more inspections on 737 MAX planes. And former President Trump will be in court again today. Uh, another defamation trial with uh, E. Jean Carroll. They'll be deciding how much he has to pay her for defaming her in 2019. Thanks so much, David. Oh, you know, I think we never mention this. You know, sometimes the problem is I see something on social media. I'm like, I got to mention that. And then I just totally forget. Coach Yelton at UWF, 200 victories in her career on uh, Saturday, I think it was. Got that. So congratulations to Coach Stephanie Yelton, a fine, fine person and a very, very good basketball coach. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Former President Trump wins in 98 of Iowa's 99 counties, winning the state's caucuses by the largest margin ever ahead of Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. I want to congratulate Ron and Nikki for having a, a, good, a good time together. We're all having a good time together. And uh, I think they both actually did very well. DeSantis finishes second just ahead of Haley and 
DeSantis says it's unfair some media outlets declared Trump the winner as early as they did. They even called the election before people even got a chance to vote. And Haley finished just ahead of Trump in one county and says even though she finished behind DeSantis overall. I can safely say tonight Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. Vivek Ramaswamy campaigned hard in Iowa, finished fourth, and dropped out. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 731 at News Radio 92, 34 degrees this morning in Pensacola. It's uh, cloudy and rainy right now. And uh, get ready, the Arctic blast is coming. It's on its way. Northwest Florida forecast for a hard freeze, the first one of the year, overnight into tomorrow morning. The National Weather Service says uh, you should take action now. Make sure you protect your plants, wrap any pipes, drip your faucets if need be to prevent them from freezing. Uh, Temps are expected to dip into the low 20s, possibly even lower than that overnight. Pensacola police say a driver's in critical condition today after a vehicle crashed into a house at Escambia and Maxwell. Now, it happened at about 3.30 this morning. PIO Mike Wood tells News Radio the occupants of the home refused medical treatment. Right now, no word on what caused the crash, but we'll let you know when we learn more. The ongoing legal battle over book reviews in the Escambia public schools are now drawing the attention of late-night TV. Last week, the Florida Freedom to Read Project posted a list of 1,600 books that had been pulled for review by the district to ensure compliance with Florida law. The district pulled five dictionaries, eight encyclopedias, and the Guinness Book of World Records from the shelves. And they're also reviewing the biographies of Beyonce, Oprah, and the Diary of Anne Frank, which is... Filthy, by the way. Pure pornography. What year is it? They're also planning to, to ban calculators so students can't type out 58008 and turn it upside down. And from ABC's Jimmy Kimmel, and the district says the books have not been banned, but they are being reviewed. Last week, a U.S. Distri- district judge re- ruled that a lawsuit filed by publishers and authors against the school district would be allowed to move forward. It's National Human Trafficking Awareness Month. That's a month set aside to raise awareness about the growing epidemic of human smuggling. Local officials say that issue is more prevalent than many would think right here in northwest Florida. Santa Rosa County Sheriff Bob Johnson says just a few months ago, deputies stopped a vehicle that had two drug cartel members in it. And they had two young girls in the back seat. Neither man knew the girls' names. The girls didn't know the men's names. I mean, it's scary uh, what's going on out there with the cartel and moving kids to uh, South Florida and all across the nation just for that reason. And it, uh, you know, if if you're a father like I am, it just it uh, it really upsets you. And uh, Sheriff Johnson says that was only one traffic stop. He says it's terrible to think how many could potentially get through and make it to their destinations. Well, Governor Ron DeSantis has reason to be encouraged today after his showing in the Iowa caucus last night. That is, according to Jacksonville political analyst John Daigle, he says those results came in and Donald Trump came in first with 51 percent of the vote. DeSantis came in second, about 30 points back. But Daigle says recent history shows the person who wins the Iowa caucus doesn't always go on to win the nomination. He says Trump didn't win Iowa in 2016. And Of course, we know how that turned out. Uh, Florida lawmakers now filed a bill meant to help people who live in mobile home parks. 
State Representative Paula Stark has filed HB 613. It had its first reading last week. It's designed to empower mobile homeowners that are facing rising lot fees. Now, the bill doesn't cap the fees, but it does give owners a way to challenge those rate increases. 735 at News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Jake, what are you seeing? Um, got a few things we're watching out there this morning. Uh, if you're headed towards Pea Ridge on Highway 90, you might want to change your plans. We have reports of traffic at a standstill there, not moving at all, getting through Pea Ridge on Highway 90. Also, I-10 eastbound <clears throat> going over Escambia Bay toward Avalon Boulevard. There's debris reported in the roadway there, so just use caution. Also, Brent Lane eastbound at the on-ramp to I-110 South. Uh, semi-tractor trailer blocking part of the roadway there. It has the exit ramp completely shut off and blocked, uh, trying to get from Brent eastbound onto the ramp for I-110. So uh, if you can avoid that intersection, please do this morning. If you see anything else out there, um, oh, also uh, Pensacola Boulevard, Highway 29, showing uh, really bad congestion starting now, uh, going by East 10 Mile Road. If you see anything else out there, please let me know. 437-1620, I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. We are going to be seeing light showers in the morning with temperatures very chilly. Highs today in the upper 30s, low 40s. Overnight tonight dropping back into the 20s, feeling much cooler on Wednesday morning. Temperatures possibly feeling like the teens to single digits. As you go into Wednesday, sunny skies the high near 47 degrees. Wednesday night temperatures dropping into the 30s and we are going to warm up slightly for Thursday, 60 degrees for your high. This is Burke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now it is 34 in Pensacola, 35 in Gulf Breeze. He's also 35 in Milton. Your next news at 8 o'clock. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne. News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. Your money now. The International Monetary Fund says nearly 40% of jobs around the world could be affected by the rise of artificial intelligence. IMF Chief Kristalina Georgieva has called for governments to establish social safety nets and offer retraining programs to counter the impact of AI. She says the impacts are more likely to affect white-collar workers in advanced economies versus manual laborers. AI is predicted to boost global production by 7% annually over a 10-year period. Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk says he wants 25% of voting control over his electric vehicle business before growing the company's AI and robotics capabilities. Otherwise, Musk says these types of products will be built outside of Tesla. Musk currently owns approximately 13% of the electric car company, which comes out to 411 million shares. Futures are slightly lower. That's your money now. Investing in times like these can be scary if you don't have the right person at the helm of your finances. Armada Advisors will put you on the right path for success. Join Wesley Odom with Armada Advisors to find a better way to successfully invest your money and enjoy your retirement. Tune into the Pensacola Expert Panel this Thursday at 9. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620. The Fed's new FedNow system is all about surveillance and control. Secure your assets today with something Washington cannot manipulate. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon, and I recommend diversifying your retirement into a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. Do this right now. Text SHELTER to the number 989898 and get a free info kit from Birch Gold. There's no obligation or purchase required. Message and data rates may apply. 
Do you want to stay up to date on the latest news, weather, and traffic, but don't have a radio nearby? Then you need to download our new app. With the News Radio Pensacola app, you can get text alerts for breaking news, severe weather, and traffic delays. Plus, customize your alerts so you only get the information you need. It's easy to sign up for text alerts. Just download our app, create an account, and select the alerts you want to receive. You can even change your settings at any time. So, what are you waiting for? Download the News Radio Pensacola app today and start getting text alerts. Seven thirty nine News Radio ninety two three informative local dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a Pensacola morning news. Thank you for joining us on this uh, wonderful sunny Florida. Uh, anyway, it's going to be worse tomorrow. Twenty maybe if we're lucky will be the overnight low. It's probably going to be lower than that. Uh, joining us now in studio here we have uh, Scambia Sheriff Chip Simmons. Sheriff, welcome back to the show, sir. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. Because uh, you're indoors. <laughs> yeah, right. I, that's exactly right. Um, just a quick question on that. How does that kind of cold uh, affect your deputies, especially like the canine units with the dogs, you know, getting out and it's cold like that? What kind of extra precautions do they have to take? Well, I mean, again, we have uh, you know, coats type things that, that we can put on our dogs, but the dogs are, uh, they, they don't get out there in this weather too too awful much with the rainy conditions, mm-hmm. especially the way it is today. Uh, you know, our deputies, obviously, we, we issue jackets, yeah. you know, and, and it's, it's cold, you know, a couple months of the year. So that, it really doesn't affect us that much. Fortunately, the call volume's down a little bit whenever it's super cold outside mm, mm-hmm. and, and we don't have as many calls for service. The problem gets when we have like a traffic accident and we're out there directing traffic. Oh, yeah. And, and so what we do is we try to make sure that we, we relieve the deputies periodically so they can get warm. We're not we're not like we're you know, in Boston where they're prepared for this and with the thick gloves and all, but um, you know, we obviously have jackets and, and we tell our deputies to, to – it's like you said, you know, uh, it's going to be colder tomorrow. So we know – it's going to be colder tomorrow. We know that if, if you're working tomorrow that you need to bring your, ja- bring right. your jacket. Um, one of the things I also had been uh, – somebody had asked me to ask you, the deputy that was involved in that uh, fatality at W Street and Brent, uh, I guess he had asked how the deputy was doing. Right. I, I assume he means physically, but he might also meant just psychologically. The deputy's doing okay? Yeah, he was treated and released, uh, and he's still on administrative leave. Okay. And, I mean – it's a hard thing to handle. I mean, you know, just that just being involved in the death of somebody right. is always hard to handle. But have you, I don't know, talked to him or know anything or? I have not spoken to him. Okay. But, uh, I my my uh, supervisors have, okay. have been speaking with him and periodically talk to him, find out what what is what's going on. Okay. And and then we'll have um, you know some uh, some conversations with him you know before if and when he gets back to work. Great. Um, we had a couple of incidents happen. Uh, you had a Pensacola man, Ja'Cory Clay, arrested after a chase scene on uh, Pine Forest, right? And I saw that video. Yeah, so this guy, um, he's, he's driving this car erratically. He's in and out of traffic, and our deputy tries to stop him at one point, and he drives crazy. He drives, you know, speeds up, so the deputies make a decision. Um, it's not safe to chase him. Let's let him, let him go and so we don't endanger other people. And um, so we let him go. And then the deputy was trying to find out who was driving that car. We had the tag number, we had the description. And in a follow-up, we found out that that's the, you know, the, Clay was the name of the guy that was um, actually driving it. And I said, oh, okay. And so the deputy, to his credit, was driving down Mobile Highway and sees the car going the other way. Now he knows who he is, and he's, and he's going to try to stop him again because he's driving crazy again. Okay. So we get behind him, and he, again, you see some of it in the video that we put out. 
but there was it's a long video, so we don't we don't, can only put out a portion of it. I'm uh, just driving crazy. Clearly, we had to stop him, and you could tell in the video the deputy tried at one point to to put a little bump to him, right? And, uh, and got get the it bumper stopped. off. Yeah, that's he, about he, all he got. He, that's all I could get at the time. Um, there's also a, a, a period of time when the the car was going too fast to bump him, and so we had to wait till the, the proper time. Um, it's kind of with that that game that, that, that they kind of play. If they think they go fast, and we'll stop and. Um, we just try to stop it as quickly as we can. In and this, this case, was in and out of traffic on Pine Forest, off onto the shoulder on the right. I mean, all this was bad. Yeah, at that point, we needed to stop it because it's two times now we try to stop him, try to drive crazy. Uh, the first time we thought that we could, you know, uh, again, cancel the pursuit and 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 catch him later on. Right. Um, and that was not going to be the case because even later on, he was going to be a danger to society. And so we, we put a stop to him. Luckily, he no one was injured. Um, as you can tell, they clipped a little bit of a trailer um, in their back and then finally ended up uh, uh, ended up finding some cocaine in the car as well. And uh, Deputy Beatty and, and his canine, Maddox, did a, did a good job. If there's any good note about it, it said that he immediately surrendered and got down on his face on the ground right when he got pulled over. Yeah, you know, the, the, the canine Maddox was um, was eager to uh, <laughs> assist to, to, to help us in our cause. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good. Uh, we also had a, a, a very unhappy story. Uh, 21-year-old Marvis Bedgood, who had gone missing last month, unfortunately was found, right? Uh, that's correct. Um, this happened in December, uh, or appeared to have happened in December. Uh, he had not been seen since the first week of December. Family reported him missing about two weeks afterwards, about the middle of December. Uh, investigators, obviously, we had, his, we had him on billboards. We had him as missing person. We were investigating it from the moment that we got the report. Um, and then we had, based on investigation, uh, we, we got a tip that he may be in this area. And fortunately for us, we did find uh, so that the family can have some closure at least. And, and we're but, investigating it, and we do have some leads. But we ask if anyone has information on and you know, they could help us out, to please let us know. Are we suspicious of foul play? We're not sure yet. Everything's still on the table. Um, well, they, we do not have the medical examiner report, but there is no doubt foul play is suspicious. Oh, okay. So yeah. definitely a crime. Definitely okay. a crime. We're investigating it as a homicide. Yes. I got you. Okay. Uh, we also had a couple of, um, well, one just this morning and then another one as well. Uh Accidental shootings, is that right? Or do I have, maybe there's a different, what happened in Century this morning? Yeah, I just got a report from the lieutenant up in Century, uh, Lieutenant Nelson, that they got a report of an individual had a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the to the side, I believe. Um, so that's accidental shooting. And then okay. we had um, a, a father that was, that actually shot his teenage son in the hand, I believe, over the weekend. And you know, both of them appear to have been, that appears to be um, non-life-threatening. Okay, so that's two accidental shootings. And, you know, I've got guns. I've been around guns, you know, my adult life, and you've been around guns for a little while. For, okay. for a moment or two, yeah. And I don't understand how accidental... Accidental shooters are common. People have accidental... I mean, now, sometimes it's not accidental and they say it was, but there's an awful lot of times when it just really is accidental. I find... I just don't understand. The rules are not that complicated, right? You you keep the gun the first not thing pointed you tell at a person, your finger point, off the yeah. trigger, the safety on. You know, if if there's... Even when you're sure the gun is empty, you don't point it at people, right? I mean, that's that's it. Uh, first of all, you don't have an unloaded or you don't have a loaded weapon if you're cleaning it or, or right. handling it somehow, practicing whatever you want to do. Um, or even, I never understand the cleaning. One. I never understand the cleaning one because who cleans a loaded gun? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't believe that they think it's loaded. They they probably just don't know enough to know, which but is like weird the because they're cleaning it. First thing of doing it. it is to take it apart, and then it's. 
Well, you know, um, <laughs> they're not polishing the handle. <laughs> I, I I can't defend the people that actually okay. shoot right, somebody. Enough, I, I, I can't. I do I do agree with you that the first thing you're taught is to never point a gun, whether you think it's loaded or not, at an individual. That does seem pretty simple. Uh, I know that we have a lot of people now that are concealed carry. And we right, discussed right, this right. a lot. Um, I would be very careful about that as well. Um, you know, putting guns, you know, hiding guns in and out of your waistband. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems that seems problematic um, if if you're not very very careful. Um, so I, I think that some of these common sense measures, again, if, if it's if it's loaded, certainly don't point at someone. Be extra careful. Don't put your finger on the on the trigger, and don't let the, the you know the the clothes that, that you're um, trying to hide the gun in. Don't let that catch the trigger as well. So I would obviously suggest some sort of a hard uh, holster that you put something in. that protects the trigger, and so right. there's no accidental you know shooting. That that's a lesson that that you'll not soon forget. Yeah, no, and it's just one of these things where I think, like, even TV, this is one of the rare times when TV's actually done a pretty good job of showing the finger off the trigger for everybody. Even in, like, in situations where you would definitely have your finger on the trigger, they typically show the actors having it off the trigger, which is a good way to reinforce to people that that's what you're supposed to do most all of the time. But, you know, don't point at a person, ever, <laughs> unless you're ready to shoot them, don't point at a person. Right, yeah. I mean, like, I don't I don't know about you, but even... Let's let, come back in a second. Let me get traffic in here so I don't forget. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the fives. Uh, we're looking good out there. No uh, major accidents or slowdowns to report. Looks like I-10 eastbound going over Escambia Bay toward Avalon Boulevard. There's some debris reported in the roadway there. Also, I-10 eastbound just after Pine Forest exit. We've got some slowdowns showing there for at least a mile or two. Brent Lane eastbound. The on-ramp to I-110 southbound off of Brent Lane is closed. There is a semi-tractor trailer blocking part of the roadway, and it has that exit ramp uh, or actually on-ramp closed from Brent to I-110. Highway 98 westbound through Tiger Point starting to back up at the light at Avalon lawn and pensacola boulevard highway 29 showing congestion going by east 10 mile road if you see anything out there slowing you down like uh, the p ridge connector on highway 90 a little slow right now let us know 437-1620 i'm jake walker with traffic on the fives thanks so much jake uh, back to sheriff chip simmons uh we're just talking a little bit about you know gun safety and how accidental shootings i just they're sort of unfathomable to me but i, I go so far as if i have to lay a gun down on a, a table or a desk it's pointed away from people that are in the house. If I'm if I if I'm putting a gun in the car, it's pointed in such a way that if God forbid something b- completely bizarre happens, it's not going to shoot a person in the car. Am I wrong? Do you do this? Well, yeah, I do the same thing. I think it becomes a habit, and yeah. if it's a habit, you always do it. I mean, what, what is it going to hurt to turn that gun, the barrel away right. from 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 where an open room would be, or or even through a wall? Um, you know, these are, again, these are, you think these are common sense, but the, we do have, we had two over this past weekend. Right. Um, and we probably have at least a couple of, a month of accidental shootings. And like you said, there are some that, that don't even want to admit that it's an accidental shooting. They pretend like it's a, a drive-by shooting mm. and they, they try to convince us that, that it was, it was, a you know, someone trying to kill them, but really they, they shot themselves just, on top of the foot or something like bad that. bad at handling the guns. Okay. Well, yeah, it's not probably not a gun. And no, you know, if you're, if you're be, fair enough. Be concerned about that. Probably haven't gone through a lot of safety training. Yeah, <laughs> but still, it's I don't know. It's just it's one of those things that I find it. It would seem like if it happened once a year or something, you know. Okay. Well, yeah, you know, but, you think that if someone was behind a target and you know, accident like a hunter would be shooting through the woods yeah, and it hit yeah. somebody. I don't recall having those. I mean, it's always they handling it right. It's, it's, it's something happens in the room and showing a new gun off or mm-hmm. something like that 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 it seems to go off. Uh, last thing I wanted to ask you about is uh, the traffic safety median safety ordinance in uh, Scambia County is in effect. Have you guys made any warnings, made any arrests? We've made a few warnings, and we've made one arrest, okay. uh, as from what I understand. I have instructed my deputies 
uh, now that we have an ordinance, yeah. um, you know, again, I just want to remind everyone it's it's only for medians that are six feet in and in, in smaller. And then we it goes through two cycles, two light cycles, and then we warn them first and that sort of thing. So it's a bit of an ordeal. I have to make sure that my deputies can stay there that long and, and can take care of that. Uh, but but it's something. It's a start. And, and it's uh, something I've instructed my deputies go to enforce. And, and we've again, to this point, we've arrested one person and we've war- we've made several warnings. Just on the case where there was an arrest, like the deputies told him to go. I don't hear she told this person to go and then they just wouldn't and you had to arrest them because yeah, you uh, always warn first. Right. Well, well, that's part part of it. Uh, the, the part of the instruction is to to warn them. And then again, they 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 have to run through two different light cycles. And uh, I don't know the details of that particular arrest. Okay. I can tell they just told me we had made one arrest. But my assumption is that. The deputy that works that beat or that area has told this individual time and time again okay. that you can't be here, and then they continue to show up, and ultimately they did what I expect them to. All right, we told you you're going to jail. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm just you know it's hard to imagine, but I, I mean then again, people <laughs> people are going to do stuff. So, well, I, I don't know if they, they take us serious. I yeah, mean, right. you know, because for historically we haven't really had a, a an ordinance just, that yeah. we that has some teeth that we can enforce and. And again, we understand the balance between a need, a needy person, a person that may be hungry, um, but we also understand the the, the needs of, of business owners and and you know laws are laws, and we're going to enforce them. Very good, Sheriff Chip Simmons. As always, thank you, sir. Uh, we look forward to talking to you again next week. As always, thank you for the time. Thanks for keeping us safe and uh, keep your deputies and your canines uh, warm tomorrow. We appreciate it. <laughs> we will. Y'all take care. All right, seven fifty two on News Radio ninety two three, informative, local, dependable. If you're thinking about that next home or a home for the first time or maybe a second or a third because uh, you're wanting to do a rental or something like that. Christina Leavenworth is just fantastic at this. 175 homes sold last year, $65 million in real estate, more than 40 years of experience on her team. And she just started like in 2017. That's amazing. So when you talk to her, you'll find out there's two things to what she does. One is communication, making sure that you're constantly informed, making sure that your questions are answered, and making sure that you're asking even better questions than you might think of. And then system. The system is how they sell the home or buy the home. But the point is how you list it, where you list it, what you say, what the price is, what the staging is, what the photographs are, you know, how you arrange the open house, like all of that stuff. They do it a certain way, and it works. It's very, very effective. So buying or selling or just wanting to get some input on that decision, 723-9158 for Christina Leavenworth and her team at Levin Ranky Realty. It's a new year, and that means new savings on your next Volkswagen from Pete Moore Imports. Remember 0% financing? Well, it's returned to Pete Moore Imports and is now available on all 2023 Volkswagen Tiguan and Taos crossover models. In addition to 0% financing, Pete Moore Imports is discounting those models like the 2023 Taos SE, now from $31,245, and the 2023 Tiguan SE R-Line, now from $34,791. Both discounted models offer 0% financing for 60 months and with the new year comes the 2024 atlas se now from 38.696 and the 2024 atlas cross sport se from 37.361 start saving this month at feedmore imports they're not in car city so you won't pay car city prices feedmore imports is on new warrington road pensacola special apr rate for qualifying credit through bci sale price before tag tax title and associated dealer fees must take delivery by february 29 2024 see dealer for details 
A better air filter on your air conditioner is nice, but it isn't enough. It takes a lot more than that to clean the air that you breathe. This is Todd with Gulf Coast Air Care. On Wednesday's pep talk, we'll talk about how to keep pollen, bacteria, and other pollutants out of your lungs. Remember what I always say, if you don't have a good air filter, you are one. Let's talk Wednesday morning at 9.30 on Pep Talk. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. In the world of payroll and HR services, things can get complicated. There are so many moving parts in business. At Avalon HR, we understand these complications and have your back. Join us tomorrow, 10 o'clock, on the Pensacola Expert Panel as we guide you through the complicated world of payroll and HR services. Running a business is busy work. Allow Avalon HR to work with you. Join us tomorrow on the Pensacola Expert Panel at 10 on News Radio 1620-923 FM. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620. News Radio 92.3 gets you live programming every day from 5 a.m. until 7 p.m. on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> I love the bands where even maybe not their massive hits, but like it takes you three seconds. You're like, oh, that's Rush. <laughs> and even before the singer sings, right? You're like, God, that sounds like Rush. It is. 756 on News Radio 92.3. Oh, come on now. Uh, Jake is here with our traffic on the fives. Jake? Uh, that guitar riff in the beginning almost had some Black Sabbath to it. Yeah, it took me a minute to go, know, oh, okay, that is Rush. Yeah, okay, sweet. Um, <clears throat> all right, so looking around town, uh, this report is brought to you by ECUA. Pensacola Boulevard, uh, Highway 29 showing some uh, slowdown getting by East 10 Mile Road heading south into town. Also, the P Ridge Connector on Highway 90. A little slow down there getting to the connector uh, might take you a few extra minutes there. I-10 eastbound going over Escambia Bay toward Avalon Boulevard. We have debris reported in the roadway. Also, I-10 eastbound after the Pine Forest exit. Got some real bad slow down there for some reason. Uh, Brent Lane eastbound getting on to the on-ramp for I-110. A semi-tractor trailer has that on-ramp blocked, so that is closed. You cannot get onto I-110 from Brent heading that direction eastbound. Uh, Highway 98 westbound through Tiger Point, backing up at the light at Avalon. Prepare for freezing temps and protect your home's plumbing now. Visit ECUA's website for info on weathering freeze-related issues and preventing damage to your pipes. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. I got a note in from somebody who says it's snowing at the Buckies. Little bit, but snowing at the Buckies. Wow. So, uh, yeah. And as I look at the News Radio ThreatNet radar, um, I don't know what's going on here, but it kind of looks like there's a snowy 
spicy, not the good stuff over the northern part of, uh, had been over Escambia and is now over Santa Rosa, but I haven't seen any of that on the ground, so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Well, Democrats say that uh, the drowning of a mother and two kids in the Rio Grande over the weekend can be linked to the policies of the state of Texas and Governor Greg Abbott. Congressman Henry Quaylar says the Border Patrol had been banned from patrolling the stretch of river where it happened. All they're doing now is they're defending and deflecting. Kind of reminds me of what happened in Uvalde. And uh, he says the Border Patrol had equipment to spot illegal immigrants. Uh, The Department of Homeland Security has given Texas until Wednesday to allow Border Patrol agents access to that park. Curfew going into effect for migrants in New York City's migrant shelters. They're implementing a curfew beginning tonight after complaints that residents have been been going out at night panhandling and knocking on doors to ask for food, money, and clothing. Wow. All right, David. Thanks so much for the update. Hey, if you're a 64 turning 65, you're going to go through a bit of a change in the way your insurance is handled. It's going to be through um, Medicare now instead of through private insurance. And uh, Ricky Stewart, she is going to take care of you. She has been doing this for a while. She takes good care of our, our, our listeners. I've talked to many of them who have said so. Just look her up online, Ricky Stewart Insurance. She'll help you make that transition over to You're Medicare. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, WNRP Golf Free's Milton, Pensacola.